Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Noah. And in this episode, we're going to be reviewing Yesterday and Annabelle Comes Home. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? <laughs> Whoa. Are you ready? I was, I'm, I'm ready. I totally didn't just come back from like <laughs> one of the best theater I've had in uh, my life. Uh, I, 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 for those who are, who have been listening, I work at a theater and one of the perks is I get to watch the movies a day early. And one of the downsides is that I get to watch the movies a day early and don't have anything to discuss, anybody to discuss them with. So I just saw... Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Here's my real quick review because I won't be on the show when it happens. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. That's all, right. all I'm going to say. I feel like I'm on crack right now it, leaving that theater. I am. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah. So you're yeah, getting a very uh, pumped up Noah for this episode. Yeah, it's, um, it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. You guys. Oh, my God. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, let's get on to the show. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about yesterday? Yeah, we're talking about yesterday. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking about yesterday. <laughs> yes, yesterday. Um, yeah. This is so. Yeah, I know you're gonna have a hard time because of the whole Spider-Man situation. But uh, here we no, go. I know I'm, you, I'm a professional. Oh yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you did really want to talk about this movie, so here we are. We're talking about it, and I actually just saw this movie um, today, so it's really fresh in my mind. And I also have a very, um, I have a different perspective with this movie because I feel like I'm the guy in this movie, but in reverse. Because, like, he, like I feel like I'm from a world where these songs didn't exist because I don't, like, I have no idea. Like, I'm not None a music. Them. I'm not. If you, okay, I'm not exaggerating when I, t- when I tell you this. If you would have asked me before this movie came out to name as many Beatles songs as I could, I would... I don't know. How many do you think, if you could guess? Um, I mean, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think of, like, the one definitive Beatles song that everyone could know. So I would say maybe two. I don't know. One. Did you? I could name one Beatles song, and I don't and even know. And that song is? Uh, hey Jude, and I just know it because oh, of on. Hey Jude. That's literally it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the whole song at all. Um, now, yeah, yeah. now listening to this movie, obviously, like I would recognize one or two songs, and I was like, yeah. okay, like sure, I guess I knew of that song, didn't know it was a Beatles song, but sure. Uh, so yeah, again, I feel like I'm this guy, but in reverse. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it created a weird dynamic with this movie, but. Overall, I do think this was a pretty good movie. Uh, there are, there's one big thing that really annoyed me in this movie, and then there's a bunch of like small things that bothered me. Yeah, I know, I know what that big thing is because <laughs> yeah, you texted me halfway text, through the movie. I'm like sitting in the movie theater. I'm like, please tell me this ends yeah. soon. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. But yeah, overall, like on balance, I do think it is a fun movie, uh, and I enjoyed my time with it. But yeah, I do have yeah. some issues with it. Uh, but what about you? Why do you want yeah, to talk so, about um, it so much? <laughs> definitely. Uh, this movie was very interesting to me. It was almost like 
an enigma in my mind because I watched the movie once, once, <laughs> um, and I walked out like, oh, that was kind of fun. But then I got to thinking about it, and I was just like, wait, was it fun? <laughs> I, I started second-guessing myself. I started thinking I was like crazy. I was like, that was a good movie, right? And I was like, I'm not looking at reviews. I was very staunch about that. I still haven't. I'm yeah. not going to do that. I'm just... And, I, and that's something that I haven't rarely done. Normally, um, when I'm going to a movie that I want to watch, I, I, I'll like glance at the reviews and be like, oh, people think it's good, but how good is it? Or, oh, mm -hmm. think people think it's bad, but how bad are we talking? Or is it somewhere like, kind of off? What, mm -hmm. are, what are my thoughts about it? And so I felt like I was going into this movie a little bit blind, which is kind of a mark against myself as a critic. But, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't need to care what critics think. It's fine. <laughs> um so I, I, I watched it, and, um, and then the next day I watched it again <laughs> because I can do that. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, slightly less positive the second time. And it really, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I figured out that this is an okay movie. Mm -hmm. It's an okay movie. It's an, if you're looking at it from, like, purely a... Um, purely a, a romantic comedy movie. Like, it was marketed by, like, the people behind Love Actually, which mm -hmm. is, like, you know, big, big rom-com. Yeah, yeah, And um, uh, And then, like, it kind of, for me at least, falls apart when I start to, like, think about the Beatles and how they kind of make it. This isn't, like, a bright situation where, mm -hmm. like, what are the rules of this universe if the Beatles didn't exist and this doesn't exist? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's more just, like, what is the movie trying to say about the Beatles and how does that incorporate into the thing? Mm -hmm. So that was just something that I was like, I've been mulling over in my head and I mean, yeah, let's, let's get into it. I guess I can talk to it about it more in the, in the cons yeah. section. But yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I'm like, Honestly, I'm just waiting to get to the cons because I really want to complain about this one thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, let's start positive, though, uh, as, as we do. Um, I think... Uh, I, I do think that the premise itself is... It sets it up for success because this is a fun premise that we haven't really seen before. I mean, we've seen, like, kind of things like this, but I feel like this yeah. is a very unique movie. Uh, it's just, kind of shocking that it yeah. hasn't existed before. Exactly, like right? Like, yeah. Like, um, it's easy. Yeah. It, so in in concept, this is a fun idea. And I do think they execute it relatively well. Like maybe, yes, I, I agree. Like you can kind of get lost in like the what is this actually saying uh, of it all. Um, and I think that's completely fair. And I found myself asking that as well. Uh, but if you just kind of take it on face value, I do think there is fun to be had. Uh, the music is obviously good. Uh, the performances is something that I want to uh, really get into. Uh, our lead actor, what's his name? I'm going to pull it up. Um, yeah. Himesh Patel? Himesh Patel? Yeah, that's it. Himesh uh, Patel. Yeah. I, I think he was pretty good in the movie. Like, he didn't blow me yeah. away or anything, but I really I, I liked his performance. I think he was a good... Uh, leading man i think uh ed <laughs> ed sheeran was like i don't know like he wasn't a distraction i i don't no. think and and no. i think that's the best you can ask for with like a a musical essentially extended cameo um yeah. by by a musical performer um and then 
I don't know, like, I think it was the way they made her up, but Lily James is, like, full-on Kira Knightley in this movie. Like, she looks like yeah. Kira Knightley in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I know. I got that vibe. Maybe because I've also seen Love Actually, but, yeah, no. She's, no, she she's does. Like, like Knightley, honestly, yeah. she just looks like Kira Knightley in this movie. She's, like, and, the new Kira Knightley, Well, honestly. the thing is, yeah. like, I, it was distracting because, like, I love Lily James. I think she is a... Oh, my God. I think she is great. a brilliant actress, and I, oh, yeah. I think she is gorgeous in and of herself. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I was like the whole time, like, she just looks like. Why? Why did they do this? Um, it yeah. was just, it was kind of distracting. But it's not like a negative or anything. It's just like a funny note uh, that I was like, no, what? it's also, yeah, yeah. It, she's almost like, like I, I watched this the second time with my mom, mm-hmm. and she was like, I liked how they made how they like made her up to be kind of, um, you know, little little frizzy haired, and I was yeah. just like. Wow, they did a they did a terrible job. They were trying to make her like unattractive because she is distractingly beautiful. It's like, how does this man not get the hint? How? Whoa, yeah. that's that's one very un- unbelievable thing about this the setup for this. Movie. I was just it's it's insane. I was just like like even with his with his friends saying, "Hey, man, you know, yeah, she's pretty cute." What's what's that happening? He literally like. He like shuts down. He doesn't yeah. say anything yeah, about exactly. it. Like she's like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then like awkwardly leaves. Yeah. And it's like very obvious, mm-hmm. but it's just, he's, he's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. That That's kind of where I wanted to start with pauses. What mm-hmm. do you got? Yeah, I mean, I loved uh, a lot of the energy that this movie had. It's yeah. very, um, they're in a lot of the montages because helped with like the really great music, obviously, because it's all Beatles tracks in mm-hmm. the soundtrack. Um, there's a lot of like a, a really smartly and energetic uh, sequences when they're like, you know, he's writing the music or whatever. But um, it, 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 it like, you know, if I was really cynical, I would say, wow, it tricked me into thinking this movie. Well, I mean, it, it was genuine enjoyment, but it was like I, I walked out of the movie and like all that, you know, enjoyment seemed to kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of fade. But I mean, that's that's not really. A, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I started thinking about the movie like. Like a person who would just go to the movie for enjoyment rather than yeah. critiquing it, mm-hmm. which is something I probably should do more often. But um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, I loved I loved a lot of the um, just how uh, how, how like I, I can't think of another word, but energetic this mm-hmm. movie is. Like even in the second time, I was really I was getting into it. It's it's a fun fun movie with a lot of charisma and a lot of um, endearing qualities. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, something that I think uh, Danny Boyle is really good at. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like. Yeah. He makes movies that even, like, I'm not saying this movie shouldn't be, like, exciting, but he makes, like, it's speaking of, like, Steve Jobs is something that comes to mind. Like, he makes movies that shouldn't be exciting, exciting, you know, like, just because yeah. of his style. Um, so, yeah, I, I think his style definitely comes through in this. And there's some things about it that uh, rub me the wrong way and always have with Danny Boyle, but mm-hmm. overall... Uh, I, I think you can you can tell this is a Danny Boyle movie in the good ways and the bad ways, but we'll get to that. Yeah, um, I'm struggling to think. I mean, I, again, I should clarify: I am mostly positive on this movie. I'm just having kind of a a, a critic crisis <laughs> a little bit, just because like Fair I want to I want to be right. I want to. <laughs> 
it's such a stupid thing. Like I'm just like I'm breaking down about this because oh, it's on. such an enigma for me. I don't know. <laughs> just it's uh, like the most yeah yeah, yeah. all right all right uh, hey, it's a good movie yeah it's a good movie. there you go just i might contradict be, myself no but yeah it's a good be, be confident in it like who cares um <laughs> i know, I know. Uh, but I'm yeah so, so like i said i i think the biggest positives for me are the performances the entire setup of the, like the movie and the story i do think is is just fun and unique <laughs> um and then yeah, it's just you're right. I think that's a good way to put it. It's got it's got some, an energy about it, and I think a lot of that comes from Danny Boyle. So, it's just got. Never mind. I, I was trying to make a Beatles reference, but I I don't think I could. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Enough. Uh, but uh, I, for one, I loved Kate McKinnon in this Please movie. Tell me, no, all right, are we getting into it? All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> all right, it's been a while since I've complained about Kate McKinnon, so I guess it's time to get. <clears throat> Back on that saddle. Um, there we go. Kate McKinnon, I, I think I've said something like this before. Honestly, it has been a while since I've complained about Kate McKinnon. Uh, but I, I don't understand Kate McKinnon as a thing. Like, I really don't. I, I just don't think she's ever really funny. Like, I don't remember the last time I ever laughed at Kate McKinnon. Um, it's I, I I don't know, and she's just this is full on like she is full on Kate McKinnon in this movie like this whole like you know insulting people just like oh like, I just I just don't think she's funny and the, it's like... every time she's on screen I'm just like oh please go away please go away please go away like I, I, <laughs> like she's in a completely different movie honestly even and I, I feel mean... like she's always in a different movie. And in, and in this movie in particular, it's so evident. Like, I feel like they just basically were like, oh, we got Kate McKinnon. Awesome. Let's let her do whatever she wants. And they just let her improv the entire movie because I feel like she's improving this entire movie. It doesn't I, feel like I it's don't know. it doesn't feel like it's the same script. She's just I like a completely she's in a completely different world. Her line delivery is so much more precise oh, than I think gosh. it would be. If it was um, the thing she reminded, it's like, honestly, it's like her Hillary Clinton yes. uh, impression, but like cranked up to 11 oh almost. Like she's just even more evil and she's like chewing the scenery and everything. And I, I kind of loved it, honestly, because, you know, record record company uh, labels and managers are evil, you know. And I thought, I thought that, was, that was like, almost like, despite how cartoonish she was, a little bold. Of a, of a stance to take about I don't know it's like oh the Beatles are Beatles are for the world I'm spoiled <laughs> uh, the Beatles are for the world but you know it's like the most commercially yeah available most most commercial band there ever was yeah so, yeah I, I I don't know like I understand like I understand what you want to do with that character but at the same time it's like I just feel like her performance is like on a completely like different. Like she's playing a completely different sport. It's not even like completely different levels. Like it's not even. It's just, she's uh, in a different movie. She really is. And again, I feel like she always is. Uh, but it's very much the case here. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's by far. She almost ruins the movie for me. I swear. I swear. Every time. Every time she was on screen. Like I think it was like. 10 minutes into her being in the movie that I texted you. And I was like, please tell me she leaves this movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, she's not in it a lot, honestly. I suppose. It felt like a lot. 
Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Um, yeah. But Fair that's, enough. That's I mean, fine. my mom hated her. So it's, <laughs> All right. I'm not alone. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's my biggest negative by far. Uh, I There are some, like, small things. Like, I feel like Danny Boyle likes to do, like, these, like, random, like, I, I don't even know how to how to term it but like these random like cgi is the wrong term but these random like visual things visual cues in between scenes that i I don't think quite work (laughs) they just feel tacky they look yeah exactly they look like they're just thrown on like after effects like when they're like oh we gotta put something here um and that's (laughs) danny boyle does that like it's his thing He, he even he even inexplicably does it in Again, I hate, hate to keep bringing up this movie, but it is a good movie. Uh, Steve Jobs, he inexplicably finds ways to like put like random like digital things on the screen for no yeah. reason. It's just something he does that kind of bugs me, but it's not a big deal. It's just something to note. And then there's this one scene towards the beginning of the movie yeah. uh, where the camera, I don't know what he was doing with the camera. It was driving me insane. Um, it was like, he was like, oh, th- let's try this super artsy, like sideways angle. Like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. A lot of, lot of Dutch angles. <laughs> and it's like, when you use Dutch angles yeah. like that, it's kind of, I mean, at a certain point, if you if you're doing okay, so there's like two different types of Dutch angles. Yeah. The ways to use it. There's the correct way, which is to you know generate a sense of like unease. There's mm-hmm. like you know that's that's the film school way, and then there's the way where it's just like, oh well, it looks kind of neat. Let's throw it into a couple <laughs> of landscape shots, and that's what the, they go with that one. I yeah. actually watched another movie. It was like an old movie, mm-hmm. and they you know, and you know some of the outdoor landscape shots they just throw dutch angles in there it's and it's frustrating <laughs> it is frustrating but it's also like i mean you're diluting the meaning of the of, of the angle of, yeah. the, of the shot but it's also kind of a style i, I kind of understand it's not like it's yeah. saying anything yeah. about the world it's not you know it's not saying like oh this is a this is a crazy mm-hmm. or you know it's kind of like like, oh, like for example um I don't know if you know this, but How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live action movie with Jim Carrey, is all Dutch angles. I haven't seen it's it all in Dutch a long angles. time, but that's interesting. Well, rewatch it and you <laughs> will be unable to unsee it because it's all Dutch angles. Yeah. And I get that because it's Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And that's that's Makes kind sense. of really smart to, you know, it's kind of zany. But in this instance, you know, they'll just kind of throw them in there and they're like, oh, that's cool. It's hard to see. Yeah. And well, that's what I mean with like Danny Boyle's style comes through for better or worse throughout this movie right like i i feel like he's trying you know he's just doing his thing and like a lot of the times it works because it creates what we were talking about in the positives uh this really cool energy about the movie that is it just makes it fun to watch but it also has these random things where you're just like okay sure like i don't know (laughs) Um, yeah yeah, so i I don't know again this uh, double double edged sword uh with danny boyle sometimes it's definitely yeah that's this movie for me honestly it's a double edged sword yeah yeah uh do you have any negatives that you wanted to get out um yeah i mean i'm gonna have to go and get into the beatles because okay so the premise of this movie is this one guy you know, he gets in a car crash, and this is all in the trailer, so I think it's fair. Good. You know, he gets in a car crash, and he wakes up in a world where the Beatles don't exist or didn't exist. And um, so he starts to write their songs and becomes very famous. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a really cool premise, but, like, 
the way they execute it is is very uh, uninspired in a way because the Beatles were not really a singles artist or a, a singles group of artists. Mm-hmm. What, what made them so unique, like they were they weren't like you know a pop group that just like threw a single out and it's just a really good song that everyone liked. Mm-hmm. They were, I mean, they they came out with these albums and these albums were just like these massive. Uh, pieces of pieces of art that worked together. I mean, you had like the album cover, and then each song, which generally was like a switch up in some way. They they tackled like they went from pop or not. Yeah, they went from like pop a pop group like you know a pop mm-hmm. boy band or whatever to like art pop. They tackled genre after genre. They did pretty much everything. I mean, everything that you could do in the sixties and seventies, and. It was all, it, it was from the minds of these two people. And so this guy comes in and he starts just writing them as singles. And I mean, they're good songs, but he gets picked up based off of their, like, their their acoustic ballads. Like, I mean, Yesterday is a great song. It's a good song, but it's not like this person is the next big pop sensation. I would not put money on that. Mm-hmm. You can't go from... I mean, Ed Sheeran is, a, I mean, you know, Ed Sheeran did it. He went from singer songwriter to pop, you know, megastar, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it's not like, it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah. I don't think, um, you know, when you go from like, like rock hits, like back in the USSR, which, I mean, these words mean nothing to you, but, uh, back in the USSR is actually unique in that it's a, um, it's kind of a parody. Mm-hmm. It's a parody of "Back in the USA" by uh, "Back in the USA" "Back in the USA" by an artist that I can't remember the name of, and it also references uh, the Beach Boys' "California Girls" mm-hmm. in like it's um like you know, uh, um the Ukraine girls really knock me out. It's like I think it's like the West Coast girls really knock me out or something mm-hmm. like that in in the Beach Boys, but it's like that that sort of refrain. So they're kind of like they're in uh in a uh, in a, an appropriate time period, making a commentary in a way about like, you know, the United States and the the mirror of um, of Russia and the USSR and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a very like poignant thing for the time that doesn't mean anything today. Like that's why I mean it was great sounding, but this guy performs it in in Moscow. And it's it's not going to mean anything to them. <laughs> They're going to be like, wait, why is he referencing? I mean, if the Beach yeah. Boys also exist in this universe, it's like, why is he referencing California Girls by the Beach Boys? That's weird. Yeah. Or I mean, it's just like, and that's a lot of the songs that get mm-hmm. lost in that sort of. I mean, lost in translation in that way. Um, it's just it's it's very weird, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that that like. They should acknowledge this, but it's something that I need to acknowledge. Um, It's not like, like, I'm not asking for them to like, you know, like they had a direction that they were going. I don't want them to break it down. I don't want them. I mean, like, oh, he's going to Moscow. Oh, play back in the USSR. That's fine. You know, do that. Um, That, that in the broad context of the story, but Mm -hmm. in the work of the Beatles, which this movie is so focused on, almost dissecting and and um and uh, this is a love letter to the beatles this whole movie essentially it is it's a love letter to the beatles 
but it's written by somebody who has like who seemingly has a base level not not much a knowledge of the history of the Beatles. Yeah. But like, you know, an appreciation for them as just a pop culture icon. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really it doesn't really seem to acknowledge what made the Beatles so great because that's not especially interesting because it's a lot of factors. Like the Beatles were, you know, it's this group. They started as a boy band and they had um you know, they had all these fans. And then as they progressed, they sort of their personalities came through and then they're like changing up their styles, as I mentioned before. And it's just it was a whole big thing. Yeah. Well, it can't really be replicated by one guy. There's this weird. Yeah, there's this weird like balance that this movie like has to hit because and I don't know if it fully does. But but basically what what they're trying to say, essentially, like, I guess, partially, at least, is that these songs are so important and were always would be popular no matter what because they're that good they're that important which is interesting because like as someone who is uh indifferent i mean like i mean yeah. they're, they're good but are they really yeah, these I bangers so. like i don't know um, they're, not. <laughs> um, they're not bangers <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's my point like, so, yeah. um so interesting point to make but sure uh and but what it also went by doing that and by setting up this movie in this way, what you're also saying is that like the Beatles themselves and what you're talking about, the context and the history and all that, that isn't as important as the songs. Be, and, and even the performance of them isn't as important as the, as the songs, which is yeah. a fascinating, like... It's like by praising the songs themselves, you are in a way kind of diminishing the Beatles, which is, yeah. I don't think was intended, but that's what comes across. And again, I think that be, because of the setup of this movie, which again, I will praise because it is unique and interesting and fun, it creates this weird situation that they put themselves in that. I don't think they yeah. navigate as well as they could have. Um, yeah, they definitely are are, po- are are put in this awkward situation yes. where they have such a great premise, but they want to follow through on this love story. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and the premise kind of comes at odds, like in terms of focus, like this premise needs more exploring to really dive into the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying that's what I would have wanted. I'm just saying that's what, that question almost demands mm-hmm. like it's like if the Beatles never existed and then suddenly they were made by one guy what would realistically like you know yeah. how would that happen yeah so um i think that this movie is almost bipolar in that way yeah, where it wants definitely. it wants to have it both ways and it doesn't yeah and i there's also some like minor moments in this movie that i think are kind of odd like did you all right so this is minor spoiler okay um, Ed Sheeran, as the character, the character and real life person, um, is uh, he, he's a bit skeptical. Did mm-hmm. you get that? Did you see you yes. get that he seemed like he was a bit skeptical, but then he's just like, oh, wow, you're just really good, man. And it's <laughs> like, I felt like, like that avenue of having Ed Sheeran be skeptical because, like, he doesn't have an excuse. He definitely sounds like somebody else wrote these songs because yeah. someone else did write these. Someone else did write these songs. Yeah. Like just question him about it. He yeah. gives like the weakest answers to yeah. to some of the like the reasons behind the songs. I don't yeah. know. Um, and there's 
there's like this one part where they're in a in a in a tunnel and these words like you were talking about like the overlays yeah these words come in and it's like i think it's hello goodbye mm -hmm. this song um and it just happens <laughs> yeah that's what and i'm talking I, about like it's just like okay I was, sure I, I yeah the words come through but also what does that mean in the story i like, don't know <laughs> Where is he hearing the song? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. That 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 was so conf I watched this I've seen this movie twice. I've seen this movie as many times as I've seen Avengers and I still don't <laughs> understand what that movie what that means. Like, uh, interesting. Um yeah. I, yeah, and then my the last thing I want to bring up with this movie is it's not necessarily like the big it's not a huge negative. Like I didn't hate this aspect of the movie, but it also could have been a strength and ended up being semi-neutral. And that is the the rom-com element of this, the ro the romance, the, the love story. It's fine. I, but I feel like if the romance and these, you know, the dynamic between these characters was super compelling and was like a driving force in the movie, then I end up really liking this movie, like really, really liking this movie because it's a fun premise. You got good performances. And then if you have this romance kind of, or this like, will they, won't they thing uh, that's driving the movie, then I feel like that would really have helped to kind of maintain my interest throughout the movie. And it ends up being, again, fine. But that's, it could have been, like, if, if that was a compelling, super, like, well-done part of the movie, then we're talking, uh, I'm talking a lot differently about this movie. Like, I'm instead of, uh, you know, it being, you know, good to, like, okay, I, I'm talking, like, good to great, you know? Like, it just could have taken yeah. it to a different level, I feel like. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like in the beginning of this movie, they kind of gimp themselves in terms of... Um, motivation because mm -hmm. our main character is kind of like I, he's giving up he's yeah. giving up on his music career in the very beginning yeah and like having him give up works in like sort of the rebound from like you know he he he, he gives up and then he comes back and mm -hmm. that's sort of like the 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 deciding action yeah but at the same time in course in the course of the story it's like it makes you think does he really want this it kind of puts doubts and mm -hmm. the fact that he wants this which is the thing he has to choose between. He has to choose between the girl and the thing that he wants. I'm spoiling the whole movie. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, so he has to, he has to choose. <laughs> spoilers, for like, to spoilers for like 45 seconds. <laughs> Go. Okay, yeah, so he has to choose between the girl and the thing that he wants to do, and he wants to be really good at music. And so the fact that he gave up on the music before makes me think that his heart's really not that into mm -hmm. it. Like he was willing to go back to teaching which is something that he hates to do. And the girl encouraged him to stay on the path. So mm -hmm. I think that almost like conf that, that's, that's a conflict. Like yeah. why, why introduce that element yeah. when, you know, like, does he want this? I never got the sense that it was something that was like burning a hole in his chest. Like he needed to be famous, like at every single point yeah. when someone asks him about the songs he feels guilt and you can see it on his yeah. face and it's which like, i appreciated that aspect of the movie i do yeah i do appreciate that aspect i think it's a good aspect but it also makes me think like why put us in this yeah, position yeah, where we're just watching this character go through all these situations that he clearly doesn't want to be yeah. in? like 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. And, and you're, cool. you're asking, like, does he want you know, his famous mu- music career and all this stuff? I'm asking, does he actually want the girl? <laughs> like, That's he's set also up, he's set up to be so very valid question. He's set up to be very indifferent towards her. And then, like, we get to a point where they're like, the movie decides, like, okay, this is the direction we're going to go. And we're just like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Like, again, it's yeah. not like the, it's not terrible. They don't have like zero chemistry or anything. It, it's fine, but it feels like random and out of nowhere. And you're just like, I mean, I guess, like, I guess we're going in this direction. That's fine. Um, we're going to have this storyline be a thing. So I, I don't know. It's just, there, there's a lot of that for me. And yeah, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else before we rate this movie and move on? Yeah, I mean, shout out to Hamish Patel. I mean, he's a fantastic actor for yeah, treating, a fantastic actor for treating Lily James <laughs> as if she's like, like some amorphous blob, <laughs> like completely asexually, seemingly an impossible task, but he pulls it off. I mean, you know, until like the halfway mark. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how you do it. Oscar, um, Oscar-worthy performance right there. Oscar <laughs> oh, all right. Oh man, oh. man. Um, the the cast of Baby Driver is beautiful, by the way. <laughs> Go oh, back yeah. and look at that. Yeah. Ca- apart from yeah. Kevin Spacey, come on, grow up, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, let's rate this movie, and then uh, we will uh, let you go, and then we will move on to Annabelle. And it will be a different day, but that's okay because of the magic that's, of editing. Hey, hey, magic of editing. Um, all yeah. right. right. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm probably going to be lower than you. Uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm giving this movie a 6.5. Again, I think it's it, it's fine. It, it, it's, like, so close to being, like, pretty good, but, like, Kate McKinnon's there, and she, like, almost ruins <laughs> the movie completely for me. And then a very important part of the movie is just fine. So I don't know. Like, there's a lot of really cool and good elements to this movie. I, it's it's an idea that I think uh, could be explored more, but then people will just say, "Oh, you're just copying yesterday." So whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, what do you got? Yeah. Again, so divided. So divided. I I'm just gonna say six. Okay. But I think a large portion of people will enjoy this movie. I'm just I there's so m- I have so many so many questions and so many things that I feel like. Are, are, are like I don't know not not flaws but just like make me like the more I think about this movie it's just it's so confusing man I yeah. I find it very because I I'm, I'm invested in the Beatles I don't know if you know but I am yeah. a fan of it it sounds like, like it yeah <laughs> yeah um do you want the so Rotten Tomatoes score reveal no I don't want to know it you don't want to know it at all I, I really don't want to know it okay all right fine I really don't want to know it, but I'll probably look it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, again, uh, that will be it for the yesterday review. And now uh, we will say goodbye to Noah and move on to Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, Noah, but next time we have you back on, uh, you will be fresh uh, back from Hawaii. So. Oh, don't. uh, I wasn't going to (laughs) say. Hey. No, Yay, I'm going to Hawaii. Hey, it's on the last episode. It's in the uh, post-credit scene. <laughs> the last oh episode. yeah, yeah. It's, oh, speaking of post-credit scenes, you know what had a fantastic oh, no. post-credit scene? <laughs> what? Spider-Man: Far From Home. Right, yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'll leave you guys later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, now it's time to move on to Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle comes home. Is that what the official title for this is? 
Yes, I believe so. Okay. Uh, this is the third Annabelle movie. Um, the I don't even know what number in this Conjuring universe. Um, and it's a movie that, unfortunately, I didn't get to see. I'm hoping that I hear good things from the person we have joining us to review it, Chucky. Chucky, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so Chucky volunteered to see this movie. Um, it got pretty busy for in terms of movies over the past couple of weeks. Uh, we still have, uh, obviously, we're going to have our Spider-Man review coming up, and uh, Midsummer is coming up, so tons of stuff coming up, but... Thank you for volunteering to uh, see this movie and review it for us. Um, is it worth the time? Should I make my way out to see this, even though I won't be reviewing it on the podcast? I'd, I would say so. Like, I saw a good time with it. I went and saw it with a group of friends, which is always better. But mm-hmm. I think it's worth watching. Uh, um, if, if you enjoy the universe, I feel like you can have fun with this movie. Okay, okay. Um, have you seen all the other movies in this franchise? Not all of them is. I loved the first Conjuring. The Conjuring is one of my favorite horror films of all time. I actually just finished watching The Conjuring 2. I haven't seen all the others. I plan to see Annabelle Creation, just my wife doesn't like horror films, so it's hard ah. to get out and watch them. <laughs> Makes sense. And I... Right, and I didn't see The Nun or Annabelle based on your recommendation <laughs> on the podcast, so I I didn't see those two. Yeah. Or the last one that came out, The Curse of the La Lore, or have you, have you ever say that? Uh, no, we that, d- didn't see that, but I think, did Noah review that for us maybe? I, I don't know. I don't uh, remember, but technic- I haven't seen that, and technically that's part of this. Is it know, really? Yes. Was that like a twist in the movie or something? No, that's just... Oh, I didn't know that was a I, thing. Interesting. Yeah, so Annabelle Comes Home is the seventh. Oh my gosh. The Crooked Man is getting its own movie. That's and insane. The Conjuring 3 comes out next year. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's fair to say that this franchise has had uh, mostly negative results. I, I don't know. It's pretty... It's relatively mixed, right? The con- the first Conjuring is obviously, like, at this point, it's a modern classic in terms of horror. Um, then The Conjuring 2... I mean, you said you haven't finished it yet, but, I mean, it's... it's... Oh, no, I did finish it. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I don't think it's nearly as good as the first one, but it's not bad or anything like that. Um, then... Annabelle, I have not seen, but I've heard nothing but terrible things about Annabelle Creation is terrible. Or Annabelle Creation, excuse me, is good. Um, I like Annabelle Creation. Um, But then The Nun is terrible. So, like, I feel like it's a mixed bag of a franchise. (laughs) Like, you know? Uh, Right. It's about 50-50, to be honest. Um, So... I don't know. Uh, what, what, what What do you want to start with with this movie, with this newest addition to the franchise? Is well, first off, if you go and expect to see Ed and his wife, you're right. going to be disappointed. Oh, it's, really? They, aren't they in the trailer? Or at least yes. one? Oh, what? The, the premise is they are going out of town or something to deal with of another case. <laughs> and it's the babysitter who's watching uh. the, their daughter who also has the same gifts as her mom. And then a friend comes over. One of her girlfriends, and so then crap hits the fan. 
because of dumb character mistakes. Um, but no, and part of the premise, which is I like, because McKenna Grace plays the daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think she did really well. Like, she's asked to do a lot. Like, she's basically almost asked to, like, carry the film or the film center rows around her. And so she's, like, 13. Her birthday is coming up. But nobody wants to come to her birthday house, her, her birthday party. Everyone's making fun of her because the whole town either thinks her parents are crazy or weird or fake. So I did like that aspect of it because if someone had a kid in the town, the time period it would be like, hey, can I go over to the Warren's house? You'd be like, <laughs> no. Yeah. And so I did like that aspect because it was, oh, it's seeing how their kid affected. But no, it's they're like in the first little bit. And then, of course, they come home at the end, and not, not really a spoiler, is they eat birthday cake at the end for her birthday party uh. with her parents. And But no, so, like, yeah, Ed and Lorraine are, like, not in it, like, at all. <laughs> Interesting. See, that, that feels like, a, see, that's really annoying on side of the advertising. <laughs> now, unlike some people on this podcast, I will not, like, hold that, I wouldn't hold that against the movie. Like, that's, the marketing department made that decision. But... It's, it is kind of annoying. Um, right. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have gone to see it if they would have <laughs> yeah. just shown the, just exactly. the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, why don't you fully dive into positives? Uh, what are the good things about this movie? Is I mean, I think all the performances, they're good, not, they're good, not great. Okay. Um, let me, I had the list. Is uh, Katie uh, Sarfife? She plays the friend who sort of sets everything in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Madison Eisel, Eisman plays the babysitter. And both of them are really good. Um, the movie also heavily leans on uh, Katie because of her backstory and what you know she wants to set up and why she's the one who sort of sets everything in motion mm-hmm. without spoiling everything too much. Okay. And so, like, I feel like at times she was, like, really good, but also, I'm trying to think what I said. It's like they, she wasn't bad, but also it's just good, and they gave her, like, a st- stereotypical, like, backstory mm-hmm. where she could draw on an emotion from it and set things in motion. Yeah. And although, like, it was a stereotypical thing for, like, a horror film to do, like, I felt like she did it. I felt like she did it well. Okay, okay. Um, and now this is my favorite positive, which has nothing to do with the plot or anything, but it's, it's a screen fail-less plot line. Okay. Is, of course, there's a boy who likes the babysitter. Yeah. His name is Bob, but he looks like Miles. <laughs> what? That is interesting. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. So two people who haven't been on this podcast in a while, we need to get Bob back on. Um, but two people right. who haven't been on this podcast in a while, uh, but have had their a lot of time on this podcast for those who don't know. Right. But I just loved it. That <laughs> yeah. was like my favorite part of the movie is that Bob looked like Miles. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Do you, uh, what other positives do you have? Um, not really many other positives. Like okay. I said, it was just like a generic Conjuring sure. universe movie. Mm-hmm. The was actors it, went well. 
What, what I, I know you you seem to like horror movies, but and I don't know if you like necessarily get scared. But was it what you would call scary? No, no. I was I was fighting to stay awake, and I was <laughs> oh, gosh. counting jump, and I was counting. But I, that was at one point, like when yeah. like because it is a slow burn yeah. horror film. Okay, and like it had been like a long day, so that but like I was counting jump scares. Mm-hmm. Okay. just just to see yeah. and that's one thing that, like i did like um there's a there's a game that they play where like you draw a card and then you gotta reach and it's just a box and you gotta reach your hand into it and you get a point if you pull out whatever was on your card and you're like great they're gonna overutilize this game <laughs> but like they didn't and oh, so okay. they and so they really used it only one thing, but you you knew like it was coming. So each time you saw the box, you're like, "Oh, it's coming now! Oh, it's coming now!" And it didn't. Mm-hmm. And so this is transitioning into neg- negative. Sure. Is there was a lot of times where they build up to jump scares mm-hmm. and like tension, only to be like, "Oh no, it's not happening." But if I counted right, is which I'll have to check later, is I counted 16 jump scares. Okay. <laughs> which, I, uh, so I searched online, and compared to the others, that's not bad. Yeah, it seems it relatively is, low, I guess. It's in between, because there's a website called Where's the Jump, where it would tell you where each jump scare and okay. count major and minor. Shut up. The Conjuring had 12. Conjuring 2 had 22. Oh Annabelle had 11. Annabelle Creation had 23. Wow. The Nun had 21. And so, like, how they count it, it's just, like, minor, where if, like, a, something just pops up on yeah, the screen yeah. or it's weird. Because it said, like, the A Quiet Place had, like, 14. It had, like, 24. And I'm like, I do not remember those movies having that many. Yeah. But, like, they count minor stuff. Yeah. So, I, kn- I knew The Nun had, like, a lot <laughs> of jump scares. Oh, and my gosh. <laughs> But no, also another negative for this film is, without getting into spoilers, is like the ending to me was very like anticlimactic. Hmm. It's just they like came up with a plan and it just, they executed like without like any problem. Like it was just like, oh, like if Ed and Lorraine were doing it, like it would have been dramatic and it would have been <laughs> like this intense showdown. Yeah. It, it, it was not it, like, honestly, if how they set up the movie or the ending, if they would have taken the daughter to the other, like hauntings or possessions, I felt like she could have solved in like less than 10 minutes. <laughs> it, it sounds like it's almost like a bat, like a Scooby-Doo episode, but instead of like the plan always going terribly at the end, it just works. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're done 10 minutes early from the episode. Right. Yeah. Um, and just also the whole premise of the movie is, since it's in about around Annabelle, mm-hmm. is... Annabelle gets out and Annabelle starts like causing all problems. And that was another negative is like this movie solely felt like a place to like set up other movies. That, yeah, that I could buy that. <laughs> I could buy that. Because they're like, Hey, we're in a house with all these artifacts yeah. and Annabelle's using them. So it's like, 
oh, there's this guy and there's this guy and oh, there's this one of his and like there was so many spirits in the house mm-hmm. and walking around and there was also like one thing it's where like the baby says trying to, it's like not remember all ghosts are not all ghosts are bad ghosts <laughs> and that's like a line from the movie and then like it gets to a point and uh, slight spoilers like she sees this dead person she's been seeing for a while and McKenna Grace just turned back and it's like I've got to go not all ghosts are bad ghosts and then like runs after the spirit <laughs> it's just set in like the final moments of the plot and I'm just like interesting <laughs> but no, I just I'm like all oh, that line, and so the script writing wasn't the best. Yeah. There's also an, another negative. It's not that bad, which just shows that how dumb the babysitter was. Is because this really isn't nothing really happens in the scene. It's like she goes to like check on the like the um, daughter, mm-hmm. and they, she throws something in the bed, and like pulls down like the sheet. And this is for the jumps here. And she's like Annabelle, like laying in the bed. And it's just like, oh, it's just a doll. And like puts the cover back up and like leaves the kid. <laughs> Interesting. I know that's not a spoiler. It's just like yeah. the movie's called Annabelle. Like yeah. you worked for the Warren for years. Like, how do you not know who that is? It's just like, oh, it's fine. And then things starts happening crazy. And it's like, why is this happening? Yeah. And that that scene almost took me out of the movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, I have two questions before we uh, have you rate this and uh, move on. Um, does I mean, you, having not seen the other Annabelle movies, do you feel like this adds to the Annabelle lore, quote unquote? Like, does do we do? You, did you come away from this movie feeling like you knew more about uh, this storyline in this universe? No, I, it, it made me want to see Annabelle creation, but that's just because of y'all's recommendation, mm-hmm. but it was just like, honestly, to set up other movies yeah, or for the potential come up. So like, it did not really give any more backstory to Annabelle. It's just Annabelle terrorizes two babysitters and a kid. Okay. Yeah, it kind of, the way you've described it, it kind of feels like it's just a generic, like, haunted house movie set in the Conjuring universe, um, which I guess could be fine, but I don't know. Um, my, my other question is, well, first of all, did you see the new Child's Play? No. No, um, okay. I was thinking y'all should have had Chucky to review Chucky with y'all when I was <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so the one thing I really enjoyed about the new Child's Play was that this movie was aware of how silly this is, uh, and they just kind of, like, they ran with it and took it in that direction. I I enjoyed that. Um, But, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this movie doesn't seem like it was very self-aware. No, I was at night times, like, it, it... Some people like are saying this is the best film in the franchise. What? Interesting. That was one review, and like all oh, the pump out the the pump fake jump scares are like a brilliant thing, and I'm like, no, that's just that's dumb. Like yeah. that's dumber than a jump scare. <laughs> but I would say it's not the worst, but it's definitely not the best. 
Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Alright, well, unless you have anything else, you want to write this movie? Uh, yes. Like, again, I'm not going to hold everything against it. It's, it is an okay movie. It's not that good. So I'm going to give it like a, I'm just going to say like a 6.7, 6.8 in between. Okay. We'll just go with it. Because, like I said, it's not unmemorable. I'll probably remember it. But, like, again, it's still not quite that good, Mark, because I felt like they tried too much yeah. to set up the rest of the universe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that kind of that makes sense to me. Uh, that's probably about what I was expecting, to be honest. So uh, I, th- I think it makes sense. I. I might check this movie out, like, if it comes to, like, the Dollar Theater or something, <laughs> or if it, like, ends up on Netflix or something, then I'll check it out, but, um, I'm not, I'm not rushing to talk about a few it. trailers? Um, I, uh, sure, what trailers do you want to talk about? Well, one quick trailer I want to get off my chest, because I think these people should have the YouTube channel canceled, is I watched a reaction video for the movie Crawl. Oh, gosh. And, like, the people in the reaction video said, this is going to be the jaws of our generation. <laughs> oh, I, somebody told me that they heard that. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why? And I'm like, I feel like Hollywood now just has, like, a bingo roller and rolls out, like, a disaster and an animal. And he's like, no, let's make a movie about it. Yeah, I feel like that's how some studios decide how to make movies. Yeah, that uh, crawl looks so bad. It really does. Uh, if you haven't seen that trailer, I highly encourage you to check it out because it is hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, what trailer do you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about uh, Jumanji. Okay, Jumanji. Jumanji. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So this trailer just came out. Uh, I don't know last week, and. It's, um, I don't know, like, I'm cautiously optimistic, like, I, I, if you don't know, or if for anyone who hasn't listened to the podcast for a while, uh, I am a pretty big fan of the first Jumanji, especially the performances, uh, I even, uh, I even was like, oh, please get, um, uh, Jack Black, uh, some sort of recognition, like, I think I even put him on my Oscar list that year, I was like, Jack Black was so good, because he really is great in that movie. Um, so I'm happy to see that those actors are back, but it's not necessarily the same characters. That makes me a little nervous. So I, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't think the trailer looks bad, but I wasn't coming away from it going like, I, you, I can't wait for this Jumanji sequel. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome. I came away going, that could be fun, I guess. I, I don't know. Like it didn't blow, blow me away. Uh, what about you? I mean, I liked it, and this decision to know, if you don't know what the first one was about, Jumanji is now a video game because it evolved to make kids or people want to play the game, and kids become characters. And so I give the studio props for being like, hey, we had a fantastic with this one. It would have been very easily to make, okay, we're going to make all the kids the same exact characters. Mm Mm-hmm which would have made it the same as the first one. And now there's two characters in the trailer who we don't see who they are in the video game. Um, yeah. But I, it's, I think it's going to be very, like, I'm optimistic. Like, I am ex- I've watched the trailer a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it can be good. The fact that Jack Black is now playing um, Dan... 
Danny DeVito. No, mm-hmm. The Rock is Danny DeVito. Yes. That, that Jack Black is playing a jock trapped in his body. Yes. I feel like it's going to be just as funny as him being a teenage girl in his body. <laughs> or in, uh, Kevin Hart is playing Danny Glover trapped yes. in his body. Which I feel like has... It's going to be really good. Or The Rock as Danny DeVito is... Uh, I feel like it can be really funny. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how they put the two other characters and who they're about. Because they said Nick Jonas is all the... Are, is confirmed for this movie, but he's the character from the last one. And there's been several other people announced as like unknown characters. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. I don't, don't think it's going to be as good as the first one, but I still expect it to be a fun ride. And I trust the rock Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan and Jack Black to play other people trapped in their body, um, which not many actors could do. So I feel like it could be good but maybe not great, just depending on what how they handle the storyline and the other characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree, I agree. I, I, I think the, the thing that has the most potential to like make me really laugh is the Kevin Hart, <laughs> Kevin Hart being Danny Glover thing. Like, I feel <laughs> like he could do a really good Danny Glover uh, consistently. So I'm, I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Um, I... We'll see how well The Rock is able to handle a Danny DeVito impression. I feel like that has the potential to just evolve into him just being The Rock. Um, so I, I don't know, but I'm I'm curious to see how it all boils down. I think it could be really fun. Um, what did you think about the callback to the first one in the trailer? Uh, in what sense? Remind me um, of it. Where they were standing by the water, water and seeing the hippo. Yeah. And the jock was like, you got to have eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> then... uh, that was funny. I liked it. I liked it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, what? what's another trailer that just came out? Uh, oh, it's did you see the... Knives Out? The Ryan Johnson movie? The trailer? Yes. All that, I, that trailer looks really good. Yeah. And, yeah. and it looks amazing. Like, I'm very excited for that movie. I think uh, I, this is this point has been made like all over the internet, so it's not anything original. But it, look, this is the perfect movie for Chris Evans to come out of uh, the MCU with, right? Like he he takes a, a movie that's kind of smaller that he's able to uh, let his curse word wings fly and just be like, "Hey, I'm not Captain America anymore. <laughs> I can do whatever I want." Uh, and right. I, I think he looks really funny in this movie. And this whole movie, like, this cast is stacked. Like, I, I oh, man, I'm so excited. The only thing that annoys me about this uh, trailer slash movie is the fact that we have to deal with idiots on the internet going like, oh, Ryan Johnson, this movie's so bad because uh, The Last Jedi is so bad and it leaks into this movie. Or I'm not going to see this movie because Ruin Johnson. Oh, my God, shut up. That's the only thing I'm, like, annoyed about with this with this movie, yeah, don't see out. this movie. It's, you're not cool because you're saying you're boycotting a movie. Yeah, it's like thank you. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah. But the trailer looks really fun, and I I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't know. Any other trailers you wanted to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, have you seen like I feel like they've released like six trailers for this movie, and they keep saying final trailer, but then they release like another one, 
is Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I have seen the new Hobbs and Shaw because it was in front of a movie we're going to review um, later this week. Um, like, this movie looks so it, dumb, but it looks fun. It, it is. I'm going to completely go and turn my brain off because if y'all haven't, a couple years ago when we, we reviewed um, The Fate of the Fears, where we talked about the whole franchise mm-hmm. and Rocks and uh, Chemistry, go back and listen to it. But if if there's not a scene in this movie that I'm going to describe, I think it's automatically going to lose like two points. Is I want nobody or someone to call Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel is a superhuman in this universe, and you can't and be like, I need you to fight this supervillain, and him be like, No, I can't. Family comes first, or it has some, and then he calls the Rock and Jason Statham. Like I need Vin Diesel to turn down the offer. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I this movie. Look, it looks really dumb. It looks like it's gonna be hilarious. Maybe not intentionally. I I don't know, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to the insanity of it. Um, it's going to make a lot of money. First of all, that's one thing. Um, and honestly, even if this movie didn't like, let's just say let, let's say this movie looked. And this is going to, I don't care how this sounds. Let's say this movie looked terrible and not even in a funny way. Like, it just looked awful. But it still had the same cast. Uh, I would go and see it. Because, number one, I trust the chemistry of the, of the Rock and Jason Statham. And number two, there's two people involved that I will see this movie. It doesn't matter. Vanessa Kirby and Isaac Gonzalez. They are the most beautiful people on the planet. I will see them. That is, that's all I have to say. Right, and hopefully I can be on for this one because I, Ozzy, I, Ozzy is going to trash this movie. I 100%, oh, 100% certain. Yeah. <laughs> and folks, when I say it, if it loses two points by like me not having that Vin Diesel scene in, that just means it's it's not a ten. Like the <laughs> highest it can get is an eight. Like I don't it, see that movie getting an eight, but there's no way that movie could get a ten. So that's why I feel comfortable saying like it if Vin Diesel denies him lose two points because I just think that'd be really funny. Yeah. Because that's what we talked about in the Fast Furious that like how like superhuman like Dom is. Yeah. Well, see the uh, thing the thing with that is like okay, I even if you get that scene, there is a I would say just slightly above zero percent chance that that it's a one sided conversation and we do not get an appearance of Vin Diesel in this movie or his voice. Because he wants nothing to do with this movie or The Rock. So, right. But uh, The Rock is not going to be in the next Fast and the Furious. Yes. And it's so obvious that that is what, <laughs> like, they can. I, I don't think, and the thing is, I don't think either of them have actually denied that this feud is happening, like that they're both angry at each other. But no. even if they did deny it, like, it's so obvious that that's, that's what's actually happening. Like, <laughs> Vin Diesel's right. not in this movie. The Rock's not in the other movie. Like, they both clearly were like, we don't want to work with each other anymore. So we'll do right. our own things. It's so And, like, stupid. Tyrese is upset. And yeah. I understand being, like, this could have came after. Yeah. But the fact that The Rock is, I mean, that just shows that The Rock isn't, like, in it for, like, a paycheck. He's just like, I'm not. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with him as a producer. I'm gonna go make my own movie, get paid while you sit at home, and yeah. let people enjoy this train wreck. Yeah, exactly. It, it is going. It is going to be a train wreck. Yes, hundred percent. Um, 
Did you hear who the casting or replacing the rock with? Uh John Cena, right? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this discussion. Uh, leave it to Chucky to get us to a Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> slash Fast and Furious discussion um, when he's supposed to be reviewing NFL. Uh, good job on that. Um, all right. We will be back later um, this weekend, probably, or maybe, or, or maybe during the week, probably during the week, um, with a review of Spider-Man Far From Home. And probably Midsummer, and definitely, definitely Stranger Things Season 3. We'll be talking about all of that, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, Chucky, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on social media at Chucky Vanhoos or on the website. I posted a review a week or two ago about Adam Sandler's murder mystery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not a fan? Review for that. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's an Adam Sandler movie. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> More reviews are coming. It's just being a youth pastor in the summer and also working on another ministry with kids. It's very hard to watch movies. Understandable. Um, reviews are coming. Uh, just tweet me recommendations. Um, I know The Perfection, I Am Others, great Netflix movies are coming. Um out and i'll be watching those um and that's about it all right well again chucky thank you for coming in and taking care of this movie for us um you can find me on social media all at cheery456 that's twitter and instagram and you can find us all over social media all at screenfellas facebook twitter instagram youtube channel website uh, chucky's doing great reviews over there so check all that out um we will be back, and thank you guys for joining us on this one. See you in the next one.